This episode of Says Who is brought to you. I gotta go catch you. this wasp that just came inside. What? You just keep talking. <laughs> brought to you by There's you. a wasp. You just keep sure. talking. I, I, no problem. By, to buy you through your support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash says who our Patreon, where pretty much every Sunday you get this all over again. Imagine this only looser. And you get a good idea of what you would get if you give it the 5 or $10 a month level. It's also only half an hour. Anyway, because we do a thing called the Town Watch, and you get it if you give uh, 5 or 10 bucks at patreon.com slash says who. 10 bucks gets you a sticker in the mail every month because you become a member of the Says Who Sticker Club. Man, the ones that I just mailed out, I'm real pleased with. I'm pretty pleased with myself on those ones, for sure. Great sticker designer. This last batch I was very happy with. Anyway, you get that if you give it the $10 a month level. All of this is available to you at patreon.com slash says who. In that time, you guys, I did spotted... Did you get the wasp? I did. I You mainly trapped him inside of an empty coffee cup. Yeah. And I put the lid on. He did get some coffee on him, and I was worried that he okay. would drown like in the couple drops, but I got him yeah. right outside. I dumped him out, and he is okay. So he is now you know, safely outside. You know what, what a wasp would do if a wasp was you-sized and you were wasp-sized? It would step on me. Fucking murder you without even mm. thinking twice. I don't know They're if it was a worst. bee or a wasp. Those are kind of hard to tell. Yeah. Because in England, they call everything a wasp. And I'm like, that's, that's a bee. Weird. And they're like, it's a wasp. Like, I can never tell what's really a wasp. Oh, in the UK, because I'm like, that's a bee. And they're like, it's a wasp. So but then again, when the, over the summer, I met the lady, the beekeeper that was like teaching me about the bees. And yeah, so now I'm like, well, there's like 400 types of bees. So like, I don't even know. Anyway, I'm still in Philly. Listen, y'all. It's coming up on the holiday season. And <laughs> what better thing to get than a book? And it's I've true. written a bunch, including... If you really are like, I do not know what to get this this person. Why not get them your guide to not getting murdered in a quaint English village? People find it funny. That's a hell of a gift book. It's a good gift book. It even fits it's in a, a stocking. It's a gift book. It'll fit in like a big, big old stocking that you get at Michael's. More on that later. Uh, but I write books. Just finished another one. Bingity, bang, 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 and a boom, boom. <laughs> well, if you would like to buy books on the internet... We make it possible. It's never been possible before, but now you can buy books on the internet if you go to kickbezosintheballs.org. That's our own little bookshop where Maureen's books are just a click away and pretty much any other book is just a put the title in a box away. So kickbezosintheballs.org. We have books. While you're on the internet buying things, did you know, Maureen, that you can buy things on the internet? Hmm? I know. It's amazing. It's amazing. They built this space age technology and they made it so you could buy stuff. Yep. I love it. That's why we have merch.saysupodcast.com where you can buy Says Who merchandise. All kinds of stuff. It's all real great. And you can also go to shop.dansinker.com where I sell two different patches. And I have a very large car bill to pay. So, hey, <laughs> maybe buy some patches this month. Like, I don't know. Uh, I think that I could cover it if you bought 500 patches. <laughs> well, can we think we can do this. <laughs> anyway, shop.dansinker.com. 
Maureen, before we get into it, I yeah. have a theory. Yeah. That you've finished your book, and I don't want you to confirm that theory yet. Okay. But it is because we recorded the Town Watch last weekend, mm -hmm. and you were sitting in the same location that you are now sitting, which is for those that can't see it, which is all of you. Uh, yeah. It is in a what appears to be sort of a nice suburban bedroom. The walls are sea foam. Uh, there are there are like lattice blinds behind you uh and there's a bed i think it's like a day bed maybe directly behind you and on that bed this past weekend was a series of suitcases that appeared to have exploded it looked like something that happened during an uprising in a, in a baggage handlers like it, they they were on top of each other they were yeah we have done we have done these podcasts for a very long time now, Maureen, and that was the most disheveled I have ever seen anything of yours. Really? <laughs> By a lot. Yes. Like it was it was a level of disheveled that seemed like it told a, a large story. <laughs> and I think it did because today behind you are the same suitcases very neatly put together there's not an excess of clothing and things they seem to be like there are a couple things stacked on top it's clear to me that i am dealing with a maureen johnson that has turned in her book ding 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 that's my dance Welcome. Okay. You let. I think you let me have that one. You it's took pity on I mean, me. It was fine. It was like you were welcoming someone at the appropriate time to welcome someone. Oh, see that? But now you got to finish the thought. Two says who? There you go. The podcast that isn't Dan Sinker. I'm Maureen Johnson. And I'm Dan Sinker. See that? Twist. Yeah, confused me. Yeah. Anyway, Maureen, you're doing great, right? Book's uh, done. You're chilling at your parents' house, not a care in the world. Okay, Dan. I, the way, the book was really supposed to go completely in last Tuesday. Right. And I made a kind of deal with God, or really, I just gave them a book with sections missing and said, you'll get them on Sunday night. And then. I like that. I like, it's like, it's like you turned in a mystery book and you built a little mystery in for them. I built There's a little missing adventure. sections. If you can find them, I'll turn oh, them I, in. I I concluded a chart. I was like, here's the chart of all the sections that are kind of going to come in. And then it's just going to be integrated and you'll get a new file. And they'd already told me I couldn't do it that way. But I was like, it was the, <laughs> it was very much a landing on the huts. And I'm like, but this is how it is. Like, yeah. I can't well, magic them do? in there. What are you going like, to do? I, Put I'm it out with missing sections? So uh, I did it. Boom. I was working at a white hot pace. Um, I believe, but it. I was so, I was so kind of single focused, and also part of the reason they were chaos is that Oscar was here. Yeah, Oscar is a different animal. Okay. He, um, when I first met Oscar, and I saw his the flat that he lived in, <laughs> I'm telling tales out of school, but I'm going to tell it. I walked into the bedroom, and it was. I still no. can't believe this was real sometimes. 
there were clothes. Like, just imagine an entire floor covered in clothes. Like, you have to wade through them. Okay. That's what I waded. Like, you had to mm. wade through the clothes on the floor. Okay. And they lived in a really nice flat, but they hadn't bothered to get curtains yet because okay. curtains are apparently a complicated and like they also had curved walls in this flat it was weird and they're like we can't okay. figure out so they just put up less of a flat than a round hey i'm just gonna she's just looking i'm just gonna at keep going i mean just... there <laughs> then they put flattened cardboard boxes up excuse me over the windows Wait. yeah Wow. Two engineers live there. Now. Well, that makes a little more sense because I feel like if you walk into a place covered, strewn with clothes, with cardboard yeah. covering the windows, you've either walked into the apartment of two engineers in their, what, 20s? Yeah. Yeah. Or you've walked into an opium den. Uh, or, or just a recent burglary. Um, yeah. One Possibly. time I was there. And I got a, like, I got a fever, like I got sick on the trip and I was in bed the whole, like for a day when he was at work and I was feverish, but I got out of bed and he came home and he found me in the living room, like giggling. And he said, you polished the telly. Cause I had like their television was so grimy that I got out the cleaning bucket and I, I polished it while I had a fever. Like, so it was perfectly clean like it looked like it had a soft filter on it it was so dirty and he was like you, you polished the telly and i was like yeah <laughs> clean that. i was a i'm not gonna lie i was a civilizing influence okay well, i was good. a things are not going to happen this way and i'm right. if necessary i will teach you what needs to be done but we're not we're not doing it. This is not, this is not, I told you he used to get his mail in his next apartment and just throw it all on the floor in this little office he had. And then I was given the office to use okay. and it was a ground floor garden flat. It was very beautiful, but it was an old building. Yeah. And I went to move the, the mail stack and spiders came out just like mm. a family of spiders came out like a spider army. Sure. Party. Another time, so I, I was like, we're just going to go to Ikea and just get you like a stack of plain plate. Like I was like, we're just going to basically redo this in basics. Okay. Okay. So we went to Ikea and we packed all this stuff into his, he had a little two-seater convertible. So anytime we went grocery shopping, I got in first and then groceries were like packed on top of me and around me like I was a fruit salad. And okay. then that's how we got, we went to Ikea. So I was like covered in cups and stuff. We got back and there were three slugs that had gotten into the kitchen so I looked down and there was a slug and I was like, ah, and I went and I pointed at the slug. But then for no reason, what, what, no connected what reason. What slug are we talking about? Mm, oh, three to four inches. Just, yeah, just indicated a three inch. I don't know. They got in through a crack in the something. That's horrible. And I was pointing at it and for an, a completely in a completely unconnected event, the oven door fell on me like it fell <laughs> off and it hooked into my shirt and I couldn't, and I was bent over, pointing at a slug. The oven door fell on me and stuck. And I was like, okay. Okay. <laughs> this flat 
was so crazy. Like it was what was weird is that it was a beautiful old lodge. Yeah. That had been just sorely mistreated. It was subsiding. Okay. Like, and it was starting to tilt. Um, they oh, decorated good. it in the craziest, genuinely the craziest colors I have ever seen. And his bedroom was bananas. It had this like herringbone floor that had like some floorboards were coming up. Yeah. And <laughs> textured walls Ooh. that had been some like some sort of texture. That's a uh, dust magnet right there, is what that is. Painted with mustard yellow paint. Hmm. They'd added as an accent red plaid curtains. And then the pièce de résistance. Yes. Plus the entire wall around his bed and part of the next wall was inlaid cabinetry with glass display shelves. Wow. So it was like he was inside of a giant, like, china cabinet? Okay. And then to complement it, there was a dusty chandelier that I could never get the cobwebs off or of or completely fix. And then one day, a, a pigeon fell down the sealed chimney. Sure. And he heard it flapping, and then they, they put, like, he poked a little hole, like, because it was sort of sealed in, yeah. and there were, like, a little beady eye. So he had to call the Humane Society, and they punched a hole, and they got the they got the bird out. We, uh, just outside our bedroom window is a rather overgrown, not even what, sure what kind of shrub it is, but it's like a, might be a holly, although I don't think it, it flowers. But it's that kind of, like, sharp, dark green, thick leaves that that uh never go away so they're around in the winter too so it is some kind of a holly or something anyway point being uh we have windows with screens there and the the it, over time it has worn holes in those screens we haven't bothered replacing them because uh we're bad people anyway uh inside that bush which is enormous it's the it's the size of a small bus right uh, it lives uh, probably somewhere on the order of 30 to 50 sparrows. Mm. And uh, they occasionally get through the holes in the screens and caught on there. And then you have to open the window screens and they're freaking out sparrows uh, in your window. And then they eventually find their way out. They have not caught on to the concept of the screen in England. And I'm like, it's so... It's eco-friendly. It's such a, you just literally put up a screen and then you can open your window and shit won't fly in. Yeah. Like one time a crow flew, flew into his, <laughs> his flat and shit all over the place. Sure. There was a crow in there. It just That's came in the door. Good. That's and a, also, the crow was a big bird too. It was huge. It flew yeah, into the bathroom. real big. Oh, it was like having a, a chicken in there. I think. Yeah, it is like having a chicken. No screens. One time there was a, somebody was drum, practicing drums in the flat opposite. And it was really loud. We couldn't go to sleep. And we had both the windows open and they were only like, this again, these are old buildings. Yeah. You know, slow ground level. And literally we're in bed and a neighbor fully like Sesame Street appears in the room, sticks their head through the window <laughs> and says, can you believe this noise upstairs? <laughs> they were in the bedroom. They literally just like, hey. We're in here now. <laughs> what, you in bed? How's it going? How's Got it going? Any snacks? I, I was like, I, I'm like, I can't believe this place is real. 
like this flat is an ongoing comedy. It was like he lived in actual Fawlty Towers. And I was like, and finally I was like, all right, he moved to New York to keep me from falling into multiple holes. But I was like, I'm going to teach you how to live. (laughs) I don't know how it is you don't know, but you don't. So I'm going to teach you. This was a this was a very long and very elaborate story that ultimately rolled up to you throwing Oscar under the bus for the state of your suitcases. Look, also mine were I had just done laundry and so I'd stacked a whole bunch of stuff. Like I just brought it out and folded it and kind of dumped it in there. But yeah, I mean, I was I, I think I can safely say I was a civilizing influence. Well, that's good. So, you know, I'm like sometimes I'm like, no. No, <laughs> he just is such an innocent like one time because what happened was their 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 cleaner went back to italy they had a cleaner and she went back to italy and they're like what can we do now i was like well, you can clean like it's pretty basic yeah and that's what you do he had a roommate that was just the same it wasn't like it was just him yeah and one time he had like an in, a ter- completely internal bathroom and mold appeared on the wall okay. and i was like what are you gonna do about that mold and he was like well, I don't know, nothing. Like it was a small patch. He's like, nothing. What can be done? You need to like call in a company. And I literally was like, okay. I went in the other room. I got it a spray. I went, I got a paper towel. I went, <laughs> 10 seconds later, it was gone. I was like, you do that. Yeah, he was, not hard. M- he was mystified. Mystified, <laughs> Dan. <laughs> mystified. <laughs> I don't know how it is you don't know. But again, he probably wasn't trained like I was for a child to wash my aunt's and grandmother's floor by hand for That's for a dollar and, and sew their dresses for 25 cents <laughs> like I lived in a, in a Victorian orphanage. I do. I do appreciate that your upbringing seems to be about 100 years earlier than your actual upbringing. Did you, le- did you learn to house clean and get your work examined? Uh, I mean, yes, but mm-hmm. probably for, you know less amusing reasons. Oh, I mean, I was just, my parents, I would do it and they were like, nope, did you move that? Did you do that? Yeah, you have to same. dry it. And you have to, you know, there was very, I, I, Dan, I'm a little, I've been here for a week. <laughs> <laughs> and you're still there. I thought you were going to be in New York. Well, I was so consumed with the writing of the book that I yeah. didn't re- <clears throat> book the return journey because I thought he would have lots of spots on Tuesday. Okay. And so on Monday, I was like, I'll take, you know, what are your spots you have this week? And it was like Thursday. And I Whoa. said, okay, like, I'll, you know, it was my fault. So I'm like, I'll take Thursday. Yeah. And then he just wrote today. And it's like, I have tomorrow morning. So I, I'm yeah. tomorrow morning. I took a spot. I was getting a little testy yesterday. Cause like, Dan, That's I had a day long off. Time. Like, finally, I was like, my book's in. I get to just for a day. I'm going to just rest. Yeah. By rest. I mean, I'm going to walk the dog. I'm going to do her. Like I'm going to do oh, yeah. stuff. But my mom's like, do you want to go to Michael's the craft store? Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I want to go to Michael's. Also, Dan, the night that I turned the book in, I didn't eat dinner. I also eat really badly here <laughs> sometimes because like they don't have my kind of hippie food unless I like, right. they always try to bring it in. But like mom's like, I don't really know what you like, what you eat. Like they're always kind of confused, which it's not right. their fault. So I didn't have enough time to go shopping. So for dinner, I ate a freezer burned ice cream sandwich. So I really hadn't eaten oh. any food. So it was okay. three o'clock. Next day, we get in the car at 2.15 and my mom's friend calls. And I've made, I had a little, okay. I'm going to keep talking. He's. Hi. 
You okay there? Yeah, I just had a very large sneeze. I need to tell, ask you a question. Okay. I've had to have a serious conversation with my mom about her use of a cell phone in a car. Okay. And my policy is do not answer your cell phone in the car. Okay. Full stop. I yeah. don't think it's safe for you. So what she does is she pulls over to the side of the road and puts her hazards on. Oh, perfect. Much better. Problem so solved. She, okay. So here's what happens. <laughs> Yesterday, as we get in the car to go to Michael's, her friend calls and her friend has been really sick and she's been helping her friend through. She thinks her friend has viral meningitis. So she's been kind of talking okay. her through this. So a friend called and talked to her for 15 minutes and I was just sitting in the car. And then we start driving and I was like, look, you can't. Like, and then we, we get like two minutes away and her friend calls back. So she pulls over and she puts on the blinkers and I'm like, all right, that's insane. And you just need to not answer the phone. Yeah. I'm like, you, you do not have to answer the phone to get instructions for the ransom drop. There's no call that you're waiting for. That's so right. mission critical. that can't wait till you get to your next. You lived yeah. for a long time. Just don't answer it. Then we stopped and got gas. And I was kind of lecturing a little bit, but I was like, I'm serious. It's not, you cannot just pull over and put your hazards on. That is literally something that no one does. Yeah. That's not a thing. I'm wrong. I, I, that's crazy, right? Yeah, that that seems like a, a, a worse Yeah, it's option. a moving violation. I was like, it's nuts. So then she's like, I just need to go to the hardware store. Okay to get this flashlight fixed. And I was like, I didn't know we were doing this. So she goes into the, like the local hardware store that we use for everything. So I'm still yeah. sitting in the car and I'm just doing stuff on my phone. And then she's like, I just have to go to the bank. So we go to the okay. bank. She's in the bank. I'm still like doing stuff on my phone. She's like, now I just need to drop this money off at the guy who shovels, like who takes care of the lawn. And I was like, this is the fifth time we've stopped. And I realized that I was a, it was now almost three o'clock. I hadn't eaten a meal in over 24 hours. That's good. I was exhausted and burned out from having turned yeah. out the book the night before. Yeah. And I was getting real grouchy. Yeah. And I was getting a little snippy. I was like, I just didn't know we were going to make five stops. Like, I'm like, I, I would have, honestly, yeah. I wouldn't have come. I just want to go to Michael's. And I usually am not that snippy, but I was like, I think I'm just tired. I'm really hungry. <laughs> so I was like, can we just get something to eat? I think I feel better. And so we stopped at a place and I got something to eat and I did feel better. Okay. I was like, oh, okay, actually, I feel much better, much less like a monster. Yeah. I was, I wasn't, that was about my tone down. I was like, I just didn't know we were going to make five stops. That was about as bad as it got. So we go into Michael's Dan. Yeah. 60 to 70% off, Dan. Big I sent you a little picture from you there did. and you said, why did you send me this? <laughs> There's that. Yeah. I was like, because I was in Michael's. I put up a little Instagram Mostly, video. Mostly, I, I spent a long time looking at the photo to try to figure out if there was a larger meaning. No. Like it was a photo no. of something, but it was simply mm -mm. a photo Michaels. of you are in Michaels. Michaels. I yeah. was. Let me tell you something. Michael's around this time of year is the island of misfit toys. Yeah. Everything is a little broken. Oh, yeah. Like all those Christmas decorations that are made like clearly by people not getting like... There's little advent, like little things with doors on them, but like all yeah. the doors are like some of them are turned the wrong way. So the numbers are sideways or there's <laughs> there's like actively missing handles and broken bits. Yeah. Um, but let me tell you something, Dan. I got to that baking aisle and I saw my whole new life in front of me. I like it. They I have a fun fondant. baking aisle. Yeah. Oh my God. I got a couple things. Yeah. 
Got a couple things. Might be making a couple little prezzies. Fun. Look a little fun things. But I like, I, I like in Michael's baking aisle the like near infinite supply of meltable in your microwave like dunking candies and chocolates and things. I looked at those and I was I almost bought a couple and then I said these are plastic. Eh, like I don't think they are. I just think they're low quality chocolate. Oh, okay. I th- it, it just seems like it's like this is more or less like edible plastic, right? They're fun for making like a cake pop. Well, I'm make, making some make stuff, a good cake then. pop that way. I'm gonna I'm gonna research it. I'm gonna find some some chocolate. I'm gonna make some. I might even send you a couple little fun things. That well, I'm that's making. fun because I bought we, some molds. Uh, we were at a Michael's today, this morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we uh we had to drop some pee off. At the vet, our vet. So there's been uh, a real, real, like next door has been on fire for the last three months or so because the vet that we have always brought our dog to, who is also the vet that we brought our previous dog to. So we have been going to this vet for about 20 years. And, uh, you know, it's the same vet that when I was a child, we brought our like pets to. They, the, the 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 vet has been around for 50 something years anyway uh this summer i i had a realization like the service there was getting weird right and uh every now and then they would send a thing like an email out being like oh we're celebrating the retirement of dr blah 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 you know and it was like oh well that's cool i, I do know there have been some doctors there that have been been around a while right our doctor is is probably about our age, so definitely not retiring. And then there was just a moment where I realized, like, they keep reti- announcing that doctors are retiring, but they haven't announced that any doctors are being hired. This seems a little strange. And then it got harder and harder to get an appointment. And then uh, we left this summer. And this and our dog is getting older. Our dog is going to be 11 in, in January and has not had, I think I've talked about this before, has not had a good year this year. She's had sort of a urinary tract infection that she can't shake or she'll shake it and then suddenly it'll come back again or blah, blah, blah. Anyway, when we were out this summer when we were on the road. Um, it came back again. We were able to talk to our doctor. He was able to send a prescription for antibiotics to Grants, New Mexico, where we picked up a, a prescription and cleared up again. Um, we got back and we were, you know, trying to make an appointment to for just follow up visit. And they it was like going to be a month and a half or something, which just is never like usually it used to be with our vet that you could call and probably show up the next day. Right. Uh, sometimes even the same day. Anyway, then they send an email. This was at the very end of August. It's like they send out on like August 28th. They're like, we're happy to re- announce the retirement of uh, these two doctors, including ours. Like um, their their last day is tomorrow. And I'm like, well, that's weird uh, and not great. And so uh that the vet literally has no doctors now. Somehow they're still open. Uh, though Janice just today was like, every time I drive by, I'm expecting to see a for lease sign. Uh, apparently, there is a hedge fund, like a like a private mm-hmm. equity firm or whatever, that has been buying up 
vets over the last like five years. The similarly, for those of you that have ever had uh, somebody pass that you have to deal with uh, at like a funeral home level, funeral homes went through a major like corporate buying out all the family firms probably at two decades ago, decade ago, something like that. Similar thing is apparently happening with vets now where all the like small family owned independent vets are being bought. So it turns out that this vet was bought by this, you know, private equity firm that has bought thousands of vets in the last few years. And they're just running it into the ground, I guess. So we didn't know what to do. Turns out next door was like a flame about this. And then finally, um, a neighbor that is on next door was like, oh, what was your vet's name again? I told them they were like, oh, they the, somebody found them. And so they moved to a different vet. And I call that vet like when we heard and this was, you know, probably early October. And they were like, ah, yeah, I guess the word is out. Huh? We just keep getting called. Uh, so we were finally able to get an appointment for the day after Thanksgiving. Uh, so we took our dog in and her blood work seems fine. But uh, I, today we had to turn the pee in so they can analyze her pee because she still seems like there's something going on with her peel area, at least. Uh, anyway, the new vet, which is our old vet, but in a new place, is right next to a Michael's morning. So that's at least a plus. So we went to Michael's today and it was great. We uh over the last few weeks, the the little one, who is really not that little, and I feel like I need a new name for him, uh, has gotten super into Mythbusters, which is mm. great. His uh it's not a still it's not a current show anymore, but um we're watching old episodes and he is obsessed by it. And so Janice had the idea that we should buy him some rolls of duct tape for uh for Christmas because he loves the duct tape episodes that they have. So we got some duct tape at Michael's and then we bought a, a, a little thing for our Christmas village. That was exciting. Dan at Michael's, they had painter's tape with, with measuring with like, it's like a ruler. Oh, wow. That's smart. I, I was Why like, has nobody <gasps> thought of that before. It's, I just almost bought it impulse. I was like, I don't really have a use for this, but it seems so smart. That's super like, smart. Yeah. It's, it's like the most brilliant thing that's ever happened. So be on the lookout, you guys. You can buy that. 3M makes it, I think. It's just that non-sticky painter's tape stuff, but it's got a ruler on it. Hot tip Maureen, for morning. What? I, I don't know why I just got this email. Uh-huh. The first piece of junk mail maybe I've ever gotten. Yeah. That speaks to my interests. Okay. Die Hard back in theaters December 8th. Oh, that's so smart. Yeah. Yes. That's Holy great. Holy cow. I would go back to a theater to see Die Hard. For real? That I saw Die fun. Hard 2 in the theater, but I did not. I never seen Die Hard in the theater. Diplomatic immunity. Is that from the first one or the second one? The diplomatic immunity. It's been revoked. Oh, that's the second one. Is that the second one? Okay. That's the second one for sure. I, the second I, one, is, I really is he in like New York for the second too. one? No. Uh, he's uh, he's at a snowy airport. I don't know. Like, Oh, that's right. He gets snowed well, in Now airport. I need to know what airport. What? You guys, this has been Die Hard Talking.
By the oh, way, if you want to see it. Uh, That's right. He's in D.C. If you want to see a video of my trip to Michael's, I put it up on Instagram and I can show you some of the amazing things I saw there and bought. Well, that's I bought fun. your Christmas present, not at Michael's. I got your Chris- I got one of your Christmas presents somewhere else, and I'm so excited to give it to you. Wow. I saw this. Somebody actually, a Sezuvian, sent me a link and was like, check this out. And I bought it so fast. Wow. So I want to thank the person who, let's see who sent it to me. Somebody sent it to me, and I just want you to know I saw it. And I bought it. And I can't wow. remember. I, I would have to dig out who saw this to me. Uh, but uh, I, I, I did, in fact, buy it. And thank you. Um, and when he gets it, we'll all know. Because it is next level. Wow. There's literally no way you could know what this thing is. It's so amazing. Okay. I don't, I'm overhyping. I'm overhyping. I'm overhyping. All right. That's fine. Let's just say it's something you need for 2024 to get you ready. Wow. Speaking yep. of which, yeah. I caught I caught my breath for a moment today mm. when I was reading an article and it mentioned that the Republican primary in Iowa is barely more than a month away. <laughs> Dan, I've had an idea. What is it? I so I was looking at uh, some journals the other day, you know, because I need a, I need, I don't need another one. Roxanne Gay designed one for a company that's like a, oh, wow. a, a, dra- a book drafting journal. And I looked at it and I was like, actually, this, this is just not something I could use. But I want to make it like a journal, but it's like a 20, it's too late for 2024, but maybe for uh Maybe we could get it done for like the second half of like how to get through the a little journal to get you through till the election. (laughs) Oh, I'm looking at this now. The draft writing journal. Oh, it's so fun. $26. Yeah, it's but, you know, it's like a moleskin quality kind. It's a good quality. Nice looking looking thing. So it doesn't cost really that much more than uh, one of these books. Normally costs. That's so smart. But but soft, Dan. We've not yet mentioned the news. That's fine. What? We don't need to mention the news. We do, Dan. I was feeling it today. Sat down to make the notes and I was like, I don't feel it. I don't feel it. As I explained to Maureen, we got some we got some rather bad uh car repair news yesterday. And it has thrown me for such a loop that I'm non-functional in a lot of fashion. So I if you want to buy some money. merch this or... Thing, from... Just money is great. Who doesn't <laughs> love living under capitalism? What a wonderful thing that we live yeah. this I've been way. thinking about this a lot because of all the incentivization and ease of buying stuff. Yeah. Like you're looking at Instagram and it's like, you need this. And I, and I, I, I do find myself like, Actually, I did need that. And it yep. is on sale. I guess I'll just buy it by clicking here and then my phone will buy it for me. That's yep. too easy. Yeah, it is, it is real easy to buy things now. It's not great unless you're buying books from uh, <laughs> or patches that say trying. Please. There you go. Buy a lot They're of great those. stocking stuffers. It's true. That is a good point. But please, someone buy 500 trying patches 
So Dan should fix his car. <laughs> that would be this perfect. is not a joke. <laughs> That's the exact amount. I bought I a lot of stuff, I, I have to so. admit. I'm, I feel pretty shamed, but stuff was I mean, on sale, fine. so I, I bought Christmas presents. and That's good. People like things. Also, I bought, like, I, I'm like, any replacements of, like, makeup or stuff, like, I'm like, I'll just wait till it's on, you know, then I'll just buy everything at once and be like, refill the cabinet. There you go. My soul under capitalism, Dan. I don't like That's, it. We're all doing the best we can. Hey, Dan, it. you know what's really fun about capitalism is I have a good friend as a neighbor who has a, an incurable disease that will absolutely kill him. Yeah. And there's one possible treatment for it that he'd have to go down to a big research hospital and get. It's literally yeah. the only place to get it. And insurance is like, nah. Yeah. So they have to fight because they're trained to say no to everything on the first try. Yeah. So now they have to fight for his life to get him done. It's great. It's just a great it's system. Good. It's good. Capitalism coupled with private health insurance is just a fantastic combination that I'd like to thank the people back in the 19 whatevers that came up with it. What a fantastic thing that is. And on more on this, you should definitely follow Dr. Glaucoma Fekin. We'll put Excuse up a link. Me? He is the he is a comedian, but he is also a doctor. Okay. And he makes the best TikTok videos about and on Instagram as well about um, being a doctor, all the types of being a doctor. He's very very funny. He's very popular, but also what it's like to deal with the healthcare system. Also as a doctor, but also as a patient because he has both had cancer and had a heart attack, and his wife saved his life by performing CPR. Wow. And he is not old. Like he is maybe in his mid 30s, almost 40, possibly. Sheesh. And he has had two basically major life threatening incidents. And um, so he's like, I've both been a patient and uh, and as a as a practicing physician, what it's like to have to deal with. But he does it in a funny way, but in also like, let's burn this all down way. Yeah. So I highly recommend he's an incredibly good guy. Well, there you go. Look and he that. also had to raise some money because a he paying off his medical school and also like all the medical bills he had from having cancer. Fun. At heart attack. Great. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. Who doesn't love he, who doesn't love this life? But this guy is fun. He will have you crying laughing. He is the greatest. So Dr. Glaucoma Flecken, which is spelled like it sounds. That I think it would have to be spelled how it sounds. If you just kind of start to put in those words, he'll pop up and you'll see him. He's got a kind of curlyish hair. Maureen, I'm looking at your suitcases. Yeah. And the sun coming in through yeah. your window. Yeah. And I'm just thinking that really you should start planning like a after writing retreat when you finish your books. You should like book yourself a warm little hotel room where you can just go and chill for a few days. Well, we're going to go to England for Christmas, Dan, and I yeah, will bring nice. my trusty inhaler because we uh, have found out that uh, wood smoke triggers aller uh, asthma attacks in me now. That's perfect. Uh, the other night we were sitting here and Oscar said, hey, that's, and I love the smell. It's like, wow, the smell of wood smoke is really strong. And it just, he opened a door and it kind of blew into the room. And yeah. I immediately was like, <gasps> and then I just started coughing and wheezing and gagging and like then clutching for the inhaler. Perfect. And my mom hadn't seen me have one yet. And she was like, oh, yeah, like that's. She's like, oh, that's why you have a inhaler. 
She hadn't seen I've me told have you an that attack the teen, yet. having moved to Southern California, has never had an allergy attack again. And then when he was he was back in town for just a, a couple of days uh, this this earlier in November because we we could not afford the airfare for uh, Thanksgiving or the headaches. Um, so we brought him back a little bit earlier and immediately started coughing. <laughs> I was like, oh, right. Yeah. It's better there. Yeah, it's fine. But Dan, look, I know you're saying you're not feeling the news, but I know that there's a piece of news that you probably enjoy. Okay. Would you like to talk about the New York City mayor? (laughs) Not only, Maureen, do I want to talk about Eric Adams, your clown mayor, (laughs) who is wrapped up in Turkish delight, I suppose is one way to put it. Uh, But also the fact that now your former clown governor... Andrew Cuomo yeah. has said that he might run for clown mayor if sure. Eric Adams is, sure. is out. Right. Because Eric Adams, among other things, his, you've heard of people's house getting raided by the FBI, but Eric Adams had his car raided Just like with stopped. him in it. Yeah. They, they stopped him and they took his phones off him. Which is fine. The thing that I have a lot of questions about that, right? Because he's the mayor of New York. Uh Uh-huh. He is findable. Yeah. He's probably in his office or at his home in New Jersey, right? Like he's probably one of two places at least. But for some reason, there was enough need to stop him on the road yeah. to get his shit. Like, what is that? Well, he's also, uh, I believe now. Sorry, we have the. <laughs> the funniest thing about that caller ID is that is that Janice's folks had that exact same caller ID. And I think that it is exclusively a product that is marketed to a, a people of a certain age. I did buy them a call blocker, which is good because oh, honestly, okay. before that, this phone rang, I don't know, 20 times an hour. Oh yeah, definitely. Landlines are just, what is it? What is a call blocker? When you say I bought them a call blocker, what does that mean? It, it, it whenever you get a spam number or whatever, you hit a button and it blocks that number forever. Oh, okay. Ring through. Got it. And so, and sometimes I think it can detect spam numbers. Okay. So it, yeah, it's blocked. I don't know, six thousand phone numbers or something like Jesus. that. Jesus. Like yeah, it just it's really good. And so whenever they get a, a like a spam call, she just hits a button and it blocks the number. Perfect. It's a good little gift. For the boomers in your life, if anyone's got a cell phone, get them a call. A couple good tips. Get them a couple trying patches. Yeah. 500 is great. Yeah, 500 um, or so. Call blocker. Uh, that book I wrote or another one. Um, or don't buy anything. Just like this journal I'm going to make to survive 2024, apparently. We should talk about that. I mean, we can make it a downloadable so you could, we could also <gasps> we could also make it. You could put it in 
into like a like a happy planner situation with the you could make stickers that go with it okay no that not that i look that's like that's like tempting and like no no i'm never going down the sticker path again i've learned i don't know they're pretty good so shut up what are you doing a, i'm just showing you the new stickers let me see the new I've one already peeled some of them off okay well I, those stickers are fine I thought you meant the, like the ones that the are like... The best thing about this set of stickers, which should be showing up to people momentarily, they went in the mail. They were packed on the on the day after Thanksgiving and put in the mail that next morning. I was like, I need to make stickers. Sometimes, because so, sometimes the little sticker club stickers, you get like two or three on a little sheet. This one has 24. <laughs> yeah, you're really getting something. You're really getting a lot of stickers. And they're all so fun. Look at how fun. See, Dan commits... They are really good. Dan really, the thing is you're never, Dan's never going to not give you value for money. <laughs> if it's anything, true. you're going to get stuff from Dan and go like, this guy like. <laughs> Should have charged more. But Dan, our mayor, I believe, has also now been accused of sexual assault. <laughs> yeah, from a year, from, from a couple decades ago, right? Or maybe 30? It was quite a while ago, but yeah. But because and, New York has opened up, it's the same law that's allowed Eugene Carroll to to go after Donald Trump is uh is opening it up for good old Eric Adams. So that's that's another thing now we've got going on. Do you think he's gonna make it through? No. Like, but I don't know like who we the get. year even? Do you think he'll make it to twenty twenty four as the mayor I, of New York? I think he will, but then I mean I don't know how he got elected. Yeah. I don't know well, how any was, of this happens. He was not popular, but then when it got down to it, he got enough votes in the right. in the runoff, right? Or or do you do rank choice? Now I don't remember. Uh, I can't remember. Now I gotta know. I, I'm almost thinking now it's it's rank choice. Now I need to know. He needs to know. New York City mayoral elections. Well, that's not helpful. Oh, that is, you know, sometimes you open up a Wikipedia page and you're like, people, fucking well, turn Dan, it down. While he's looking, I want to tell you yeah. guys about another really great story I immediately sent to Dan. Those were two, these are two stories that I was like, first one I was just getting ahead of him. I'm like, here, fine. Another terrible thing has happened with our mayor. Did I mention though we have bins now that we have trash cans? You do. Um, Trump gave a speech in which he, um, uh, this one I sent to Dan so fast, I almost broke my wrist, that he just decided to talk about how he doesn't like to get peed on. Yeah. Like in detail. Oh, in a lot of detail. Yeah. Like how he was like, oh, and my wife was upset, and I don't like it, and I don't want to get peed on, and... Well, I specifically said his his wife, Melania, was not upset when word of the P tape came out because she knows that he's not into getting peed on. Right. Because he's a germaphobe. Do we think the P tape exists, Dan? Do you think it's a... In my heart, it will always exist. It's like that, like the song from Titanic, My Heart Will Go On. But in that reality... plays when I think about the P tape. Is he telling the truth about the P tape? I mean, the the idea that he was a real germaphobe has been raised before as right. the as the main reasoning for why they're 
probably isn't a P tape of Donald Trump being peed on. But I personally, I feel like that almost reinforces it because then I think there's like a level of being a real dirty boy mm. involved. Also, I believe urine is sterile, isn't it? It is, but it's still gross. Yeah, it's gross, but I mean, it's, you know. Like, I, like it, I, I just today, I had to collect dog urine. Mm-hmm. And I got a little on my hand and I wasn't like, well, it's cool because right. it's sterile. Right. I was like, I have dog piss on my hand and I have to finish walking this dog before I can go wash it off. It was gross. Anyway, I don't have an answer, but I think that it was an instant runoff situation since the Wikipedia has the list it listed as eliminated in primary. And then uh, he won because his his opponent on the Republican side was Curtis Silva yep. from the from the Guardian Angels. I'd blocked this out of my Staten memory. Island. Yeah. Also, he won with Jesus Christ. He won with 753,000 votes. How many people live in New York City? Uh, 8 million, something like that. So he won with... uh, That is an abysmal turnout. Yeah, we weren't enthused. Curtis Lewa also brought his cat to the voting booth, I remember. He had like his cat with him. Ah, uh, here I am looking at this now, and I had no it shade. Was, I, bring your cat it to It was vote. an instant runoff for the primary. It was an instant runoff. It went through eight rounds, and uh, he beat out, just barely beat out Catherine Garcia. Once you, once they went through it all, yeah, wasn't great, Dan. Dan, can I ask you a question? Sure. You're not going to like the question, but I want to ask it oh. anyway. Well, okay. I mean, when you set it Let's... up like that, maybe I don't want you to ask it. Well, I'm going to ask it. Okay. Let's say that Trump wins. Yeah. What does that look like? A fucking shit show. Like far, far beyond what we've already been through. Yes. Completely. There is a fair amount of reporting at this point about kind of what is being planned by his cronies for yeah. a, for a, 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 a the next Trump presidency. The first thing is it will just be an absolute open season on anyone that he feels wronged him. Not just including biden but like you know former officials from his previous that spoke against him like is anything Listen, goes there bad day for mike pence yeah and for you know for general mealy and you know like all of this shit um they are also planning on basically politicizing all of the civil service like workers He's getting rid of everyone in government, basically, and then hiring cronies in. So and then there's all sorts of shit with immigration. They're going to build fucking camps. And I mean, it's just it's a bad it's going to be a fucking shit show. It's going to make 16 through 20 look like a walk in the park. Interesting note, Dan. Hold on. I'm getting a, a visitor. My mother has entered the chat. Okay. 
She's shaking her head. She's walking past. All right. She's here. She's looking at something. Okay. She's taking a Thanksgiving uh-huh. decoration. Okay. She's walking out of the room with it. She's oh, giving she's me a look. Back with a Christmas decoration. I, I got bet. a look. And there she's going. That has been. My mom takes Thanksgiving decoration. I hope everybody enjoyed that. Um, Trump loving relative, when I the subject of the election came up, said the person he wants to vote for in twenty twenty is Nikki Haley. Sorry, twenty twenty four is Nikki Haley. That's she's the new hotness. She's the new I mean, hotness in the list of people that will lose to Donald Trump. She's the new hot one. What I thought was interesting about that, though, is that he didn't want to vote for Donald Trump. Right. But which I think. Have you asked him once the primary is over? Will he simply not vote when Donald Trump wins? I think it's possible. Okay. Well, that's good. More of that. I th- I don't know if it's. I think he might give it a miss. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Like I don't know. He seems to maybe have it. Have maybe has penetrated that. There's so many, or maybe he just thinks he isn't going to make it that far because of all the criminal stuff. Right. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's no no part of the criminal stuff would make it so he could not run for president. That's one of the one of the great mistakes. Let's have otherwise infallible founding fathers. Dan, we have to have as good a time as possible and take care. Like, we just need to have a hell of a great holiday season. And also, let's not gonna, we're not going to stop that going into 2024. Yeah. We're going to make it even better. I love it. Every day we're going to do something. We're going to talk about cool, fun stuff, Dan. That sounds great. Joyous stuff, Dan. I love remember it. This, remember, what are we, Dan? What are we? We're a coping strategy, Maureen. We're a coping strategy, Dan. Yeah, that's We are true. not experts. No. We're two chums. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say chumps, and I was going to fully agree with you. We are also two chumps. <laughs> we are chumps and chums. That's right. That's right. And we're going to figure out a way through. Johnson it's going to be great. And Sinker, chumps and chums incorporated. That is a good name. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great name. You guys, we're gonna get through this, but I feel like we're 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 honing back on our true mission once again. <laughs> we found it's been We just keep coming around to this. Eight years in the woods, but we found Dan, our way through. Dan, this will be our third Trump election. Yeah, sure will. When you put it like that. Yeah. Yipes. Yeah, it didn't it never really occurred oh, to me in that way no. before. Yeah. Oh, no. This will be our third one. The first oh. one was chaos that we just assumed would go away. Yeah. The second one, the world was on fire. Yeah. And now in Die Hard 3. <laughs> now we're in the third part of the of the franchise. We're in a franchise now. <laughs> yeah, we are. Now it's a franchise. <laughs> three makes it a series. What happens usually in the third part of the franchise? I mean, you mentioned Die Hard 3, which is honestly, I hate that fucking movie. Okay. Well, what's so. a good, what's a good, well, Scream 3, I think was pretty good. Wow. I don't remember any of the Scream movies after the first scene of the first one. 
Oh, it's okay. the movie guy was the best part of those. The guy knows all the tropes of the movies. Those movies yeah. are pretty funny. Oh, they were smart. That was a smart yeah, funny. little a smart spin on. They're unwatchable now. I tried to watch the new one. It was it was terrible. It was complete. Oh, it had yeah. no. There were no. There's no humor in it. None. Oh well, because they were like, oh, this is a horror franchise. Yeah, well, they were a, trying to be knowing about it. Film. It was just yeah. The other, the first ones were so funny. Like they were so yeah, they were good too. at what they did. The funniest scene, I swear to you, in the original Scream, aside from Henry Winkler yelling over the intercom, your principal loves you, which is the funniest part. <laughs> that movie is so goddamn funny in small ways. It's so good. Just yeah. when um, David Arquette, who plays, um, I forget his character's name, but he's the, he's the deputy. Yeah. The phone rings and he just picks it up and just sits there and goes, hello? And just the way he says hello, it's great. It's a funny movie. <laughs> David Arquette, who in the last 10 years has a whole secondary career as a deathmatch wrestler. For real. Like, lots of breaking glass over his back and shit like that. Like, it's... Why not? That is... That is a... He, he, is, a, he is a unique individual. Listen. Go for it. So we're in. Okay, what happened? Was it? What's a good? What's a big third movie? Like, because honestly, Dan, this is the end of the franchise. Because I don't think we have elections anymore. If you, uh, I mean, your Return of the Jedi, mm. pretty good third. Okay. So we're gonna get some Ewoks. I hope so. That would be great. <gasps> That's all I, I remember about Return of the Jedi. That would be great. There's... Yeah, we might be in a Return of the Jedi situation, but I don't think we have any Jedi. Where are the Jedi? Uh oh. <laughs> but it Who's does map because like the the biggest weakness of Return of the Jedi was they could not come up with another big bad. So they were just like, oh, we'll make another Death Star. Right? Like we are in sort of a I guess we'll make another Death Star situation. But we also have to have our rebel alliance. And who have we got? No one. We got Joe Biden? Is our yeah. he's our Luke? Oh boy. Hey, this come on, fell guy. Apart almost immediately. Come on, guy. I gotta get my, my lightsaber. Come on, guy. <laughs> Says who? May the malarkey be with you. Hey, guy. <laughs> come on, made man. Possible by you. Are you talking shit about my man? He oh, is boy. my Jedi. You know what I'm saying? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck with that. <laughs> Through your support of our Patreon at patreon.com slash says who. I just keep waiting for Amy Carter Shue to think of the line that I thought of immediately. Okay, what is it? I'm not going to give it away. What is it? I'm just, I'm going to see if it May appears. May the balls be with you? No, but that was pretty good. Um, Hold on, let's see. Uh, what's another famous line? Says who? Patreon. Come on, tell me. I, I can't. I won't sleep. I'll light his saber. Hey! Yeah, yeah that's what I'm talking about. You should see yeah. that thing. Oh yeah. Oh no. And Why it's did blue I do too. That? So that's that's cool. <laughs> oh God. Boom. Our theme music is performed by Ted Leo. Boom. Our logo is designed boom. by boom. Darth. Contact us at says. Yeah, he's got the force. You know what I mean? He's got the force. 
on Twitter. You can email it. Hey, that's A-T-Y. Your lack of faith disturbs me. You're my son. You can also find us on Mastodon at says who at omfg.town. Omfg. Join the discussion on Facebook at slash group slash says whovians. Our Facebook yeah. group is moderated by Janice Dillard. Janice Dillard. If you want to join that, you're just yelling whatever I said last. <laughs> and if you want to join the fan run discord server, visit tinyurl.com slash says who discord. Spread the word, subscribe, please leave stars and reviews on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever it is that you listen, and you can join us next Wednesday. Or as I wrote it in the notes accidentally, join us next Wednesday, December 6th, for our very next episode. December 6th! It's the last month of the year. I'm not upset anymore because the book's in, so I'm not as terrified. Look at that. that. Footloose and Fancy Free. See, I just really want for you... To finish a book, get on a plane and be back at that that little hotel that you spent COVID at where you can just look out at the beach. They send me Warm emails all the time like, hey, it's been through. a long time since you stayed with us. I was like, yeah, I know. I was only there because I had COVID. Yeah, but man, what a place. What a place to have COVID. It was nice. Yeah, it was nice. From my basement in Chicago... I am Dan Sinker. And from a place of fresh breezes, a place of contemplation towards the end of one year and a beginning of another where we assess and we decide how we're going to go into it because it is choice. You know, what happens externally happens and we choose, we choose then how we approach it. Do we approach it with fear? Yes, we approach it. <laughs> Dan, it's a franchise now. You know. I, I, just, I Now I'm going to be thinking about this all the time. What happens yeah. in the third movie? Trump 3, you hadn't thought of it that way, had you? No, I hadn't. It's depressing. No, it's, 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 I mean, it's, it's not easy. <laughs> it's going to be great, you guys. See, the, the, the big issue, I think... If it is a if it is a third, right? And he won in the first and he lost in the second. The obvious narrative shape of this has him winning in the third again. I mean, that's literally the that that is actually the Star Wars trilogy shape, right? Like Yeah. They win in the first, they lose in the second, they win in the third. But you're reversing it so it's right. I know. So anyway. what what which country are we trying to move to? <laughs> I so desperately wish that the United Kingdom had not brexited. Yeah. And was not a basket case of its own. Cuz that one's easy yeah. for me and you. Yeah, we can we can both do that. It's just can't run. Well, I mean <laughs> Well, this has been said. <laughs> Man, that really went downhill. Ah, it's fine. Gotta go somehow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no.